right where you are right now, will you just tell the enemy that? Tell him, I belong to, I belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And no matter what I face, no matter what's coming against me, some of you, you've got fear that's been attacking you. Some of you, just the thought of it all, the uncertainty has just been playing with you. But listen, I love that line where it said, greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. And the words that you have spoken are stronger than the curse. Amen. Well, and just declare that over your life right now. Oh, it's something bigger inside of me. And no matter what the world is saying, no matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm dealing with, it can't stop what God's doing in me. It can't stop the promise. It can't stop the dreams. It can't, it can't stop. He's placed something in me that the enemy can't stop. Well, let's declare that right now. Just declare that in your life right now. Just right where you are, just begin to declare that. Go and speak that over yourself right now. And I belong to you. I belong to you. Sing, I belong.
right now. I just declare over everyone, God, that's, that hears my voice. God, I declare your promises are true. I declare the enemy is a liar. And that everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. So we rebuke anything that would come against your word, that would come against your truth, that would come against God, everything that you have declared over our lives. We rebuke it right now. In Jesus' name. And I speak life. I speak health. I speak abundance. I speak blessings over your children, God. God, we declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Worship team, thank you guys. We have an awesome worship team that has been faithful that's been coming up here and just um, leading us into worship and bringing the presence of God in this place and, and not only in this place but in, in your place just just bringing his presence there and, and they have been faithful they have put in a lot of hours and um and they do an amazing job, and I just want to thank them for, for everything that, that you guys do. Um, and, and, and if you're watching online and you're a particular, which you've got to be watching online because that's the only way now. But, um, but other than right now when you are setting, we have been practicing social distancing. We've been staying the six feet away, but now y'all still are that side not so much they're done with it they're just they're done how many how many is done just i'm done with it i'm just i'm over it uh that that's kind of what i've been thinking of that's just been going in my head i mean i'm just you know the first month yeah but but now i'm done I've had it up to here. I'm ready for it to be done with. I mean, I've noticed certain things just, just now. I don't even want to listen to the news anymore. I'm done. I, I just, just off. I just want to check. Um, hopefully someone has changed regulations and, and now it's all over with and we can get back to normal. I mean, that's, that's all. I'm, I'm just done. Uh, are, are you with me or are you done or just my my wife um she's 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 beyond done um really with the with the whole thing and she doesn't she can't stand the free social distancing now my son micah who who has embraced it his whole life has been all for the social distancing but she's done she doesn't like to hear it she doesn't like the, the phrase six feet apart now. She's done with that. Um, news. She doesn't, want, she doesn't want any news. I, I mean, 
we can watch if it's if it's on at the she's just ready to turn she'll say turn it off i'm i'm done with it i'm i'm over it um and i get it i mean some of it i mean she doesn't even like to watch the reruns of golf anymore i mean she's just done she never she didn't like the golf in the first place but she's just done done with it and i was thinking i'm i'm done that's kind of been the thing going on right now in the world i've noticed i mean people are just they're finished they're it's it's over they're they're just done with it you've got rallies that are marching you know now it, not, i don't guess they're marching but they're driving uh, there's a few i guess walking around but they're you know up to state houses and 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 um governor's mansions and just driving around because they're just done they're ready for everything to be opened up and normal again and and i was thinking man that's that's kind of hit in the world it's hitting the church too that it's just i'm over it i'm done with it um and god was showing me a scripture that's kind of what i want to talk about just the i'm over it I'm just done with it. He was showing me a scripture, and it's in 1 Kings, and it's, it's, it's familiar, but there's a phrase in here you might not have caught before. In 1 Kings chapter 19, it's the story of Elijah after his big miracle. I mean, Elijah had that one big one. I mean, you know, where he, Mount Carmel called the fire down from heaven. And, and then he tops it off just to show off. He kills all the prophets of Baal. And then if that's not good enough, then he calls the rain down. And then just as a topper, outruns a chariot, you know, to get where he's, because he's just filling it. You know, hey, you know, he's just filling it. I mean, it's, it's like 2020 is going to be my year. You know, Elijah at that moment, it's, this is it. And then, and then March hits. And he gets wind that Jezebel's ready to kill him, and it's just, I'm done. It's over. And this is chapter 19, where Elijah hears, and watch, watch this, says, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. She wasn't as excited as Ahab was. <laughs> he, he witnessed it. Jezebel didn't. But he told Jezebel, all that Elijah had done. Also, how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. He probably should have left that out and Jezebel might have been alright. But then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die and said, and watch this line, it is enough. It's enough. I'm over it. It's enough. Now, Lord, take my life. 
for I am no better than my father's. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. He, he's, he's in quarantine, evidently. That's, that's the life, isn't it? I mean, you eat, you drink, you lay back down. That's Elijah's practicing that. He even practiced social distancing. He, he made his servant stay while he went on, keeping the distance there. He lay down again, it says, and the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. But that phrase that Elijah said, the, it's enough. Thought it was going to be better. I mean, really. I mean, if you look at his, his, what has happened. I mean, chapter eighteen was an amazing. And Elijah spent three years of his life in this drought, away and hiding. Hiding's nothing new to him. But but he's thinking. I, I know he's probably thinking. After this battle that I'm going to have with these prophets of Baal, after this this test that and the fire comes down and I kill the prophets, the world will change and everything will be great and I'll be able to come out of my hiding and now really stand as the prophet of Israel and you can just it's all it, it's what, what I'm saying because we all had that moment because 2020 just happened I mean I know if we could go reset it we would but 2020 just happened and and it came with with much promise I mean man We've all said, this is going to be our year. 2020, the, I've heard others saying 2020, the year of Jubilee. I've heard others saying, you know, 2020 is the time I'm really going to serve God with everything. This is going to be my year. This is going to be the best year of my life. 2020 vision, whatever that means. It sounds good, but no one foresaw this happening. And it just didn't go like we thought. And now I've had enough. I thought this would be good. I thought it would be right. And I thought everything would just go the way, you know, that, that you know, it started good. Let's finish it good. And it just kind of went. It wasn't like I thought it would happen. This is Elijah at this moment. This, this is Elijah. And, and in this moment, 
of I've had enough. I mean, and it's really funny if you picture, I, I know it's not funny to Elijah, but he's in this wilderness, desert. He's crawled up under a broom tree, and if you know what a broom tree is, uh, it makes it makes sense that, that broom, I mean, it's nothing more than really a stick with a little, like, broom. It looks like a broom. It's a broom tree. It's no real shade. He's in this desert, this wilderness. He's crawled under this broom tree asking for God to just kill him. He doesn't want to go on. He's using phrases, I'm no better off than my, than my fathers were. But it's had enough. And, and I noticed, I noticed to here's here's some some warnings. When you've had enough, you will go to whatever demons haunt you. Evidently Elijah was a prophet that would get if he had a shortcoming, it's depression. It's the self-pity. It's the feel-sorry-for-yourself moment. So when he's had enough, it's, I'm going back to this place, this dark place. Others, you, you'll see this when they've had enough, maybe their temper comes out because that's their demon. Maybe, maybe it's an addiction that rises up that I thought I had conquered before. But I've had enough, and I don't know what else to do right now. I can't control anything. I've had a, enough. If I could control it, I would. I wouldn't be in this place. So, so, so maybe it's the addiction that you go back to at that moment. The eating disorders that you go back to. You know, whatever. We all have those little things, demon things in the past. And, and when you get in that place of I've had enough, you'll find yourself crawling back to the demon under a broom tree. I'm no better. Because you go in that self-pity, I'm no better. encouraging message isn't it just now it's just just notice that's kind of getting going to a dark place let's let's pull out of that now that I've worked you into a depression let's let's move into into something else because because I love this at this place at this place where where Elijah has said I can't do this anymore. I've had enough. You know, I realize you're not supposed to do it anyway. You know, most of the things that we carry that we say we can't handle anymore are things we're not supposed to carry anyway. And the reason you're so distraught and you don't know what to do and the reason you go back to all these other things is because you don't go to God. 
And, and so it's fine to realize that I can't control this and I've got to go to something, but instead of going back to an addiction or going back to a temper or going back to a disorder or going back to, to a dark place, going back, instead of going back, why don't you go too? Why don't you realize that, like Peter said, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. And if you had learned to cast your cares, uh, you would realize I don't have to carry the load anyway. That's all on God. So now I can handle it. But we don't. We carry it all on ourselves instead. And it's like Elijah at this moment. And it's just, I can't handle it anymore. And you're crying out to God. I can't handle it. I've had enough. And why don't you just do I'm no better off than I was before. I thought I was over it. I thought I had conquered it. I thought, I thought, I thought, but when this didn't go like I thought, I'm no better. And Elijah's at this moment in quarantine, self-quarantine. He did it himself. Under this broom tree, away from everybody else saying had it I'd just soon die right here and he sleeps because what else is there to do in quarantine but sleep and God angel wakes him up this is what I love about God. This is so good. Listen, listen, listen. If you're feeling in this place right now that you don't know how to handle it, so I feel like I'm speaking to somebody right now. That right now, you just don't know how you can handle it. The pressures are mounting. You're ready for normal. You're ready for something, routine, something. And it's just driving you nuts. And bills are coming in, and, and, and when will I go back to work, and when will this happen, when will, and I just want something back that I can control, and I can't control, and it's enough, and you just feel like I'm just in tr trouble, and I don't know what I can do or what I can handle anymore at this moment. The angel wakes up Elijah, wakes him up, and I love this. He tells him, he doesn't say, what are you doing here, Elijah? Why don't you pick yourself up? Because that's, that's the pep talk I give people. I'm not the best pep talker. Get up. What are you, what are you stressed? Angel doesn't do that. You know what he does. He says, arise and eat and drink. Get up eat and drink. I fixed you something. I love that. I fixed you something. And it's not just anything. Watch what he fixed him. He fixed him a cake. That's a good God right there. Man, because when I'm, when I'm feeling down, I don't want a burger. I want a cake. He fixed a cake and, and water. It should have been milk, but I'm not going to blame the angel for that. It, cake and, I mean, what did he do? He fixed him some comfort food. Do you catch that? 
He fixed him comfort food in that moment. He fixed him something that would bring a little peace at that, some comfort food. You know that, that food, that food that you go to when you feel a little too stressed out and you don't know what to do, so you go to the kitchen. You're not looking necessarily for something healthy. You're going to the pantry. You're pulling out some cookies. You're pulling out the freezer, some ice cream. You're pulling out, why? Because you want something that tastes good, some comfort food in your life. And that's where Elijah, he waits, he gets woken up by this angel with a cake already baked for him and some water sitting there. And God's saying, look, why don't you get up, Elijah? Eat a little bit. I fixed some comfort food for you. Listen, in this moment, can I encourage you that God's got some comfort food for you. If you'll just eat a little bit, David said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I'm telling you, if you'll just dig into the Word a little bit, you'll find some comfort food that God has for you. Even in this moment, and you don't know what to handle, what you can deal with, or any more, any more, what you can handle of this pressure, God's got some comfort food for you. If you'll just dig in. He's got something prepared. He'll speak to you at this moment. He'll deal with you at this moment. He's got something for you. And it's good. It's good. He's speaking this comfort back in your life. Come on. He's a good God. Giving him some cakes. Not beans. Not, not saying, look, you got a long trip, so you, you better eat up on your, your protein. Comfort food. Cake for him. And Elijah does what so many of us do. He misses it. He eats a little bit drinks a little bit and goes right back to sleep. God's giving him this invitation, hey, get up, I've got something for you. And he goes right back to sleep to where the angel wakes him up again and says again, hey, eat. Eat up what I've fixed you, eat. Drink. What, what I've given you. Eat up. Why? Because watch. Because your journey's great. In other words, you're not staying in this place forever. This isn't the place you're going to stay at forever. I know right now it feels like it might not ever come to an end, but it will. This isn't the place you're going to stay at forever. God's got a vision for you. He's got a dream for you. The things that he's spoken in your life will still come to pass. He's got plans for you in your life. He's saying, look, take this time and eat a little bit. 
get into the Word. Spend some time with me. I want to speak to you. I want to encourage you. I want to lift you up. Because when you come out of this, you've got places you're going. You've got things you're doing. You've got areas that I'm going to lead you. So eat right now. Come on. Think about it. When this thing started, uh, before it started, how many of us were saying, if I only had time, I wish I had time uh, that I could study a little bit more. Life's so busy, I want to get into His Word, but I just don't have time. I've got this to do, and that to do, and kids to take care, and kids to take there, and all these demands upon me, my work that I've got to deal with, and we've got all these excuses, and just like that, in this moment where we think we can't handle anymore. God said, I've taken away all your excuses. You've got all the time. And I've given you some food to feast upon. Some comfort food that's going to help you. Not just for it this moment, but some food that's going to take you to new places. Some food that's going to take you to a new journey. I've got some areas that I'm going to lead you. I've got some areas I want. And what you feed on right now will take you for when you come out of this, it will be with you to take you to that next level. So the question really is at this moment of, I've had enough, have you had enough to just give it to Him? Have you had enough to just say, God, I am going to just focus on you right now. I can't focus on anything else. Because I know you've got some plans for me. So right now in this moment, I'm going to eat. I'm going to feast on you. You know, when Elijah, what Elijah gets at this moment, what it said that he he went in just that, that one meal that God had for him. It sustained him for 40 days and 40 nights as he traveled to Mount Horeb, the mountain of God. That one meal sustained him. That one meal. If you dig, you'll get one word from God that will hold you over. That you keep. Oh, that's good. Let me taste that again. Taste and see the Lord's good. Man, he, he'll speak to you at this moment. You know where he took Elijah? Where Elijah went, the next place you find him, he's in this cave still hiding out, still not totally grasping it. And, 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 and when he finally catches the voice of God so strong, listen, it wasn't in the chaos of the fire. It wasn't in the loudness of the noise, the wind that shook. It, it wasn't even in the earthquake that shook, that shook him around. But here's where God speaks. Listen, if you catch this, it said that he heard a still, small voice. And that's where God was. 
could it be at this moment, at this moment, that everything has shut down and you've been trying to find the fire, the wind, the earthquake. And God's made everything still so that he can speak in a whisper. Right now, I believe there's a revival coming out of this. Amen. I, I believe I'm just crazy enough to believe Romans eight twenty eight that says, "And we know all things work together for the good to those who love Him who are called according to His purpose." And we know that all things work together for the good. I'm just crazy enough to believe. I'm not saying God, God, God did this, but I'm saying he will work it in your favor. And right now, he's wanting to speak to you in this quiet, in this craziness where everything's kind of been taken away. If you'll just shut off all the noise, Facebook even, except to check Cornerstone's Facebook page, because if you'll just shut off all the noise, that God will speak to you in this moment. Y'all come back up. I think God wants to speak right now. On right, right where you are. I don't, I don't know where you're watching this from. Might be in your living room or your dining room at the kitchen table or might be in your bedroom. But will you make your will you make your place right now a place of worship? See, it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be particular places. When Elijah finally heard God and he blocked out all the noise and everything was done he's feasted on the word he's in a cave and it's there in that cave that God speaks you might be in your man cave right now let God speak wherever it is you're at let God speak begin to worship him and listen for the voice Bible's getting ready to happen. And he's speaking to his people right now. He's speaking to his children. And what he's saying will take you on for your journey. The next place. The next level. Let him begin to speak. 
So just just cry out to him and just worship right now. Yeah. 
Listen, there's something about 40. The number. And Brenny and I were discussing it today. The significance about it. spoke to him after that he spoke to him the purpose who was going to be the next prophet in his place who would be the next king of Judah and who would be the next king of Israel Israel and Syria. Not Judah. Who would be the next king of Syria and Israel? What what I'm telling you, there's something about 40. If you can get through the 40. You know, Jesus, I mean, think of it, Jesus fasted for 40 days. He is tempted. Then he's able to start his ministry. He came through that. And he goes right to, speaks the word, says the spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me. There's something about 40. You look all throughout the Bible. Time periods that they're saying for this that this quarantine will be over and governments will start opening back up. If you count back, it's right at 40. God has kept you still and He's kept you quiet. The noise blocked out for 40. Days. Listen, if you'll eat, if you'll feast on his word, I believe this when this is over, he will speak so strongly to some of you, he will speak dreams back in your life, he will speak purposes back in your life, he'll speak direction. You'll come out of this after the 40's up you'll come out of this with a new direction in your life a God direction in your life I just want to pray that over you Father God you have a plan for everything and God even in the chaos that we see you're speaking Lord, right now, God, I pray that you open up the ears of your people as you speak to them. As you speak to them dreams, as you speak to them visions, as you speak to them direction, as you speak to them. God, there's going to be ministries that start out of this. God, you're calling out preachers right now. 
You're calling out missionaries that you are calling because you finally got them still. You're, you're calling out another generation. So God, speak. Speak God clearly. But speak God softly. And we listen to you. In your voice. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Spend some time with me. Don't waste this moment right now. Spend some time with me. Hey, before we we close, I, I want to give you an opportunity to give. And and there's many ways you can give. You can give online. You can mail in. You're, you're giving. And you can, you can text in your giving. But, but right now, and, and I thank you, church, that you have been faithful in your giving. God has blessed you through this. And you have not, you've realized where that blessing came from and you have been faithful. And I thank you for being faithful to Him. And as always, I want to just speak this blessing over you. I want to proclaim it over your life right now. I want to proclaim over you as a tithing Christian the blessings of our faithful and loving Heavenly Father. As a tither, you're not limited to the ups and downs of the economy of this world system because the scriptures declare that the blessings of Abraham are upon us and have made us to prosper in all situations whether they're favorable or unfavorable. So as the heavens are open over this church, this congregation, I speak this blessing over you. I call forth jobs for the unemployed, meaningful jobs with good paying benefits, Things that have been held up in the court, such as your inheritance, godly settlements, and other legal matters be settled in Jesus' name so you may have what is rightfully yours without any further delay. Those of you who are living as entrepreneurs or those who work in sales and commissions, I speak that God's favor be upon you so that deals and opportunities to excel will come your way. I call forth raises and bonuses to those who need them. I speak that you find money unexpectedly and that unexpected checks come the mail right out of nowhere as a gift from heaven just for you. I speak the word increase over you. I speak abundance overtake you. Such abundance that you miraculously come out of debt so that the stress of those debts will release your minds and that God's peace will return you quickly. I now release God's blessings to go forth for you and your family because this is your covenant blessing. I bless you in Jesus' holy name. If you receive it, come on, we say amen. Now give to Him.
Você tá...